Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by a man who once sold the TARDIS so he could cook a Hot Pocket. His name is Justin. Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome to another fine edition of 151. It was a good Hot Pocket, too. I bet it was. There are, there are fine Hot Pockets out Pepperoni. There. So, uh, before we get too far into this, I just want to say one thing. It is really good to be behind a microphone again. And I will leave Indeed. that story at that. Uh, maybe down the road sometime after September, I will let everybody know what exactly what that means. It's nice to be behind a mic. And I'm glad to, I'm glad to be here with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is 151, a little nerd show that we do on YouTube, uh, Podbean, and iTunes. You can follow us and subscribe to us on those. If you like social media, you can follow us at 151 The Show on Twitter. Or on Facebook as well, plus a Tumblr page, which I'll be honest with you, I haven't touched in like three months. Yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. High five. Yeah. Whoosh. Yeah. Anything that you're coming up there is coming out of my sick and twisted mind. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so on today's uh, version of 151, we're going down a road that we have... I The only way I think we've ever t- actually talked about this subject is because of Comic-Con. A little bit. And, and th- in passing. Yeah, and that's about it. But we're going down the road of Doctor Who today. Ooh. Which, uh, let me <clears throat> let me preface this by saying that my Doctor Who fandom mm-hmm. is kind of, it, it's kind of passing at best. Okay. Where there are times when I really like that show, and then mm-hmm. I just kind of stop watching mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And... It, I don't know if it's boring or whatever, but I like reading about it, and then I'll watch it for a little bit, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done with this. I think that happens to all of us. Uh, I think it uh, happens. Because you're you're a big Whovian. Well, I mean... You have a sonic screwdriver I, here. I do. I... <laughs> oh, no. There he goes. There he goes. So... I not only have the sonic screwdriver, I have a sonic spork. Oh, I didn't even notice it was a spork. It's a spork. Um, it's lots of fun. Um, I do, and and you know that's that's honestly, um, the sonic screwdriver, the sonic spork, uh, the T-shirt that I'm currently wearing, uh, which was gift, uh, but very appreciated of the Tardis and Winter. It's not Winter anymore, but it's the only Doctor Who shirt I have. Um, and my uh, autographed uh, copy of the lovely Alex Kingston yeah, uh, but... playing Dr. River Song. Uh, that's about it as far as, you know, the, 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 the Doctor Who merch. Um, I think somewhere in a container somewhere either in my storeroom or m- more likely my mother's storeroom, there's a dog-eared uh, copy of the, uh, the, the, the TARDIS technical manual from wow. the mid-1980s. But you were during the first run when we went to Comic Con the first year. You were really fired up to see Alex Kingston. Yes, uh, that has as much to do with Alex Kingston as it does with with Doctor Who. I'm not going to lie to you. But. I and I had no idea who she was. Yep. I mean, I thought it was interesting to go to her her uh, little uh, what do they call it the convention part Q of Q and A's Q and A. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I when when it came back as the new series, I remember. You know what? What's that been? How many years ago? Two thousand five. So it's been a dozen years ago. Like uh, I can that it re- came back. I can remember when they started. You know, oh, Doctor Who's back. Doctor mm-hmm. Who's. You know, and all the TV stuff they did mm-hmm. for it. But I just I didn't really get it. I didn't know 
what was going on. And then over the last few years, I've kind of watched here and there. I've read about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'll be real frank with you. I can't tell if it's a really good series or not. It generally all depends on who's doing the writing, who's doing the show running, mm-hmm. uh, and what direction they're taking it at the time. Um, Doctor Who originally prepared in 1963. Yeah. So, I mean, there's 54 years of uh, different different shows, different actors, different showrunners, different, you know, with with a with a small break um obviously um from the late 80s to I have no internet connection so I cannot yeah. help you out at all. So, and I should have I should have looked that up. Yeah. Um uh we had the the Doctor Who movie I think in 1996 and and that was that was it. Um uh, for for the dry spell, but since '63, it came out. There's there's been a lot of different directions it's taken. Uh, there are different doctors, uh, different time periods, different showrunners that I yeah. enjoy, um, and more so in the new series than the old series. The old series were pretty much sort of equally enjoyable with a, with a few exceptions. Now that probably wasn't contemporarily yeah. the, the case, but but to look back on it, it is. Do you want to start with the old stuff and then we can start in the new, See, or you want just want to start with the new stuff? That's the thing about it. I really don't know a whole lot about the okay. old stuff. Once they came back in, you know, whatever it was, two thousand five or whatever, mm-hmm. that's when I kind of that's when my knowledge of Doctor Who kind of begins. Okay, and you know, it's like I said, it's it's not bad. I just I I I don't know. In, in, I should say it like this. I I want to say that I get bored with it, but that is not what I mean. Okay. Okay. Where I just it it doesn't become it it goes away from being a priority for me. It loses your interest. Yeah. Yep. But it's not because it's boring because I'll I'll remember something and be like, "Oh, I should look that up on the internet or whatever." Yeah. And I'll read about Doctor Who and that for a while for me it was more fun to go and read, you know, like the Wikipedia pages about Doctor mm-hmm. Who than it actually was to watch the show. Which should say something about the the level of show running that's happening right now, if if that's that's really you know what's grabbing <laughs> your attention. But so, Doctor Who started out in 1963. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little BBC, you know, black and white, no budget, uh, yeah. you know, kids programming, uh, and it's still considered kids. Was programming. it kids? It's kids programming. Okay. And basically, what they did was, you know, um, Star Trek was always wagon train to the stars. You know, in in a in a sort of kind of thing, it was the same thing. The the old grandfatherly figure uh, with the the companions, you know, it was always seen through the lens of the companions. Yeah. Even though our main character was an alien. It was very vague. Uh, basically, what they used that TARDIS for, you know, transporting in time rel- relative dimensions in space, was a way to have a Western this week so they could reuse sets. Yeah. Uh, have a space show this week and never have to be one genre. <clears throat> They could consistently move yeah. from, you know, whatever it wanted to be, whatever, historical drama, uh, Western, uh, future, uh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So so it was it was easy. They could recycle props out of the prop department, you know. Um, that's that's why it became what it became or, or, or how it was, was wrapped up. So we go a couple years of that. William Hartnell, the first doctor, um, finds out that he's sick. He's very, very sick. So he's not going to be able to continue. And they have the choice of, okay, well, either the show comes to an end, yeah, or you know, what if we did this? And what they they introduced the Time Lords and the regeneration. Um, so did people know that he was a Time Lord? Like, did they have that terminology? 
terminology. No, this is all stuff that's been developed as it's gone okay. along. I don't think Time Lords was actually mentioned until they regenerated him at the end of William Hartnell's run. Okay. So you've had, what are we on? The 13th Doctor. We're, we're about to hit 14. 13. Well. Um, uh, 14, technically, if you include John Hurt in that, uh, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, so they regenerate William Hartnell into Patrick Troughton. Um, introduce the concept of the Time Lords. And that's where we start to get something more. But they really don't have anything developed yet. You know, it's still just a a, a tool, yeah. you know, to, to get this new guy. And then suddenly it's, uh, okay, well, he's an alien. And, you know, we know the Time Lords. And uh, at the time they ran, like, a whole bunch of faces on the screen. So we didn't know whether this was number one, number ten, you know, what. Yeah. Um, so two, now that they've introduced all this sci-fi stuff, becomes a little bit different than one. Okay, and and as the the we're talking about sixty, the late sixties here, things are changing socially, both you know, yeah. and in America and in Britain, and I don't just think TV it, wise in general. Yeah, and I don't think at this point in time that anybody in the United States knows who Doctor Who is or what it is. You know, it's it's a strictly BBC yeah. thing. Um, they get through Troughton's run. Um, we get to about nineteen sixty nine seventy. Um, and John Pertwee comes on the scene as the third Doctor. Now, this is also the time that James Bond is becoming very popular. Yeah, I remember and, you, and, you telling me about and, this. And what the what the world is seeing out of out of British cinema, British broadcasting is James Bond. And they say we got to be we got to be more like James Bond. So they strand the Doctor on Earth, which is always a good idea in TV or whatever to just copy everybody you know, else. It, and... it kind of worked though. I mean, John Pertwee really kind of owned that. Um, you know, uh, Venusian judo, I believe, uh, was, uh, was, was his, what he employed a little, little of this action, you know, cause it was seventies. Yeah. So they strand him on earth. They, they make him work for, uh, unit, uh, which is United Na- Nations intelligence task force, something like that. Yeah. I don't remember the acronym. Like I said, I'm, I'm knowledgeable. I'm not like an Uber. Yeah. You're Uber-ian. not, you're not one of the dudes that shows up and. Exactly. Is well, it? at but, any rate, I mean, he goes through different versions. He goes of himself. through different he, versions of himself. But but my point with that is, as he goes through that, the show suddenly changes into a contemporary on Earth, you know, alien incursion, you know, the Doctor coming and rescuing and saving the day and whatnot. Um, very much a not a t- traveling in time and space, but very much a you know Earthbound yeah. spy show. Uh, military which makes a ton of sense but it somehow it worked i mean they they did a good job with it and then they did that for three years and then tom baker came into the role and they immediately blasted off back into outer space he's the one with the scarf right he's the one with the scarf and and is the the longest serving doctor uh, of all of them yeah because i was reading a couple of different doctors they didn't want to get typecast into playing yep kind of that eccentric Yep, and Weird Tom dude. Tom Baker is just a living, walking, talking scarecrow. I mean, that dude is just—you uh, can't typecast that dude because Tom Baker didn't become the Doctor. The Doctor became Tom Baker. Now, was he the curator in the uh, he was. later later yep. one? Yep, which makes no sense, but all right. Well, you know, if if you allow, there's a certain amount of control and regeneration. You can visit revisit some old favorite faces. I mean, that's the the implication there. 
So we go through Tom Baker, who a lot of people consider yep. the the best doctor. He was my doctor. He was my very first one. Uh, okay. Watching late night uh, late night IPTV uh, when I got to stay up late. Now, on, why did he Fridays. leave? Do you know, or was it just? I think everybody else only done three years. Uh-huh. He did seven, yeah. and, and eventually it was a uh, okay. We we have to, you know, we yeah. we do have to have somebody else do this. So how long? But how many doctors after? So he was. Four, correct? He was four, yep. And then you go through how Peter, many until? Peter, Peter Davison. Yeah. Uh, very young. Um, did three years. Um, maybe just two and a half, actually. And he was worried about typecasting uh, because he didn't have much under his belt, you know. Um, yeah. So, um, um, oh, God. But uh, how long Colin, until it got canceled? Oh, uh, we went through Peter Davison, Colin Baker, um, Sylvester McCoy. Okay. So about another six or seven years after that, uh, somewhere I think into uh, maybe the early 90s, maybe like 90, 91, something like that. Um, 89, 89, 92, I'll give you a range somewhere in there. Yeah. I think it got canceled. Um, at the end of Sylvester McCoy, we never saw him regenerate until 1996 when uh, Fox and BBC did Doctor See, Who I remember movie. that movie. I, I do. Yep. And that uh, was... That was interesting. That was interesting. Uh, it it uh, they play it as true, but they also said that the doctor was half human in that one, and a whole bunch of stuff that's never been said or done anywhere except in that. Yeah, you know um, that, that one movie. That one movie. Uh, it did give us the the concept of the TARDIS interiors being a little differently, a little more grand. You know, a little little. Uh, well, little, yeah, you, little had, more, you had money to put behind this. A set. little, a little more of of what it is today. Some of the concepts that we've got, uh, uh, rather than than just uh, the little control room that it always had been. So, yeah. the movie didn't do that well. There, there was not a, enough spark generated um, because it, they wanted to turn that into another TV. They wanted yep, that to. That was that was going to be the backdoor pilot to to a new uh, to a new series. Had that done well, a joint, you know, Fox and. Yeah. And uh, BBC production, and like every science fiction show that Fox touched, it didn't work. So which which dude was that, or which doctor was that? Paul McGann, and that was number eight. And then everybody thought he turned into... Chris Eccleston, correct. But then they go back and they go, oh no, we're going to put John Hurt into this. At the 50th anniversary, they wanted to do a three-doctor thing. Which they had done movies like that in the they, past. They've where done they have... the three-doctors, they've done the five-doctors, they've done multiple... Yeah scenarios where he meets himself throughout the history of the show. And because Chris Eccleston, the ninth doctor who only did a year when he started, um, has repeatedly said no to anything. Like he did his year and then yeah. no, doesn't do anything. And he sounded like I read one interview where it was or one interview where they said he didn't want to get typecast. Then there was another one that he didn't like how they produced it, mm-hmm. you know, where he felt like it was too much of a mm-hmm. uh, uh, factory type setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been all sorts of, you know, depending on what you want to listen to and what you want to hear at the time, all sorts of stories yeah. about why he left. And there, um, I'm sure there's somebody watching this or listening to this yelling at us for. Oh, I'm absolutely certain. And and if you know, feel free to feel free to, to write in, link your articles, whatever. And like I said, I am not an expert on this show. I no. just I, I I have an interest in it. I think it's an interesting show and some concept concepts but yeah the the overall i'm i'm i don't know if i'd call myself a whovian 
Probably not. I, I don't know whether I should be able to call myself You have a sonic screwdriver, though. I, I do have a sonic screwdriver. Um, well, anyways, so they bring it back. Chris Eccleston? Chris Eccleston. Uh, he comes back. He does this year, and then it's... Uh, uh, David Tennant. David Tennant, who I actually really like. David Tennant uh, was the perfect doctor. Really? You uh, think he's the perfect doctor? Uh, for bringing back that show and, and, and making it pick up some steam, David Tennant was the perfect doctor. And they were... He didn't want to do it forever, if I remember you talking about this correct, but they would have let him go as long as they wanted. I think they would have. Um, he sort of established the, the three-year thing because at that point in time, besides Baker, mm-hmm. nobody else had done more than three years. And, and if you look in the movies and, and sort of the... Because they did some like hour and a half, you know, extended episodes instead of having a full season yeah. or whatever. He actually did four, almost five. Um, so I'm not sure really what what the issue was, but he also regenerated into himself. Yes, he uh, he he <laughs> he shot. Yeah, he shot regeneration in, energy into the, his own hand. <laughs> Uh, and and temporarily uh, made a duplicate copy of himself. Oh, shot it into his own hand. Yep, he sure did. Um, That's wonderful on so many levels. It, it really is. And if you if you have questions about that, it it, it is it is explained uh, in in one of the episodes uh, where they well surprise surprise save the universe. Yeah, and that's you know what that that leads me to kind of the next point. Now that we got kind of the basis of this, yes. I, the show. I like parts of it. I kind of, I really like the personal interactions between mm-hmm. some of them. Uh, David was pretty funny. Matt Smith, he's very like so kooky, but it's still kind of fun. Yeah, you he still was, feel like that was, dude's dangerous. He he harkened back uh, kind of some of the uh, the, um, the 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 weirder doctors. Yeah. Um, Whereas Peter Capaldi, the current doctor, getting ready to finish up his run, just looks like a guy you don't want to f with. No, you really don't. He looks, he, yeah. And the fact he plays the guitar is kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why I like that part of him, but mm-hmm. it's like, okay, he's got sunglasses. Well, and he's he's Scottish, so. yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's kind of what makes me go away from that show from time to time. Is that it's every it seems like and. Hoovians be be just quiet down for a second. It always seems like the everything in the entire universe is on the line in every episode. Correct, <clears throat> correct. Um, and that was uh, yeah. Russell Davies was was really bad because every at the end of every season, it's it was a um, you know we we've written ourselves into a quarter. You can only save the galaxy so many times. Uh, it can only get. Bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, yeah. I think they've actually gone to the end of the universe a couple times. Yeah, they've they've saved the entire existence of the universe a couple times. Um, they've gone outside of time and space. I mean, we're we're at a point where until you start shrinking it back down, there's there's not a lot left to do because the 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 little stuff, the the personal. I mean. Uh, that show used to be about oh well we've arrived here and um, okay there's there's six miners that are getting attacked by a monster let's let's yeah. you know solve the monster I've got a new companion and now it's uh, you know the fate of everything that has ever lived will ever live and could ever live is is on the line again I think uh, some and we the, have to fix it I think some of the stuff they do do but like you said they back themselves in the corner on some of this stuff is with the companions like I like the bad wolf stuff 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. It was kind of a different twist and how it kind of kept coming back around from time to time. Uh, then you had the Impossible Girl, and then you had this and that. It's like, okay, can any of these people just be people along for the ride? And that's sort of been a, a problem as well because you know we used to be the 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 audience coming through the eyes of the the companion, which was generally human, uh, yeah, generally an an Earth girl, um, you know, to uh, to to see that. Uh, and what we've got now is we've got extraordinary companions. We've got yeah, um, you know. Um, uh, Clara uh, Oswald, who shouldn't have existed, the Impossible Girl, like you said, um, and now who's dead and basically an immortal, yeah, just flying around the yep. the universe, yep, in an, in an instant that will never with Arya end. Stark, yes, in an instant that will never end. Uh, who the Doctor made uh, immortal accidentally through the use of a field medic pack from an alien species. You know, don't get me wrong, I liked the shop girl you know uh rose rose was a good companion to start out with she was completely ordinary um you know everything had to be explained she didn't understand it so you know it was a good reinduction introduction rather um you know at a certain point in time yes i think you can skip some of the shortcuts and assume that people are smart enough to be up to speed because constantly being excuse me re-explained to that it's bigger on the inside exactly that's what she said um, constantly does drive some of us who have seen 50 years worth of Doctor Who uh, crazy. So know? now, okay, we've, we've got a lot of this set up, like you just said, right? Right. Where do you think it's going? Because we're a couple episodes into the new season. We've already been told, you know, we're getting a new Doctor before the season's over. Yep. Or the series, I should say, yep. to be British. Yes. Uh, Aluminium. And is that the new Doctor's name? No, that's how they say aluminum, aluminium. I was oh, okay. trying to be British for you. Okay, sorry, I never heard of that before. Watch my other favorite British show, Top Gear. I talk about it all the time. Dude, I like Top. I don't like the new Top Gear, but I like the old Top Gear. Not to get off topic, but uh, the the new one, the new series with Matt LeBlanc, uh, the it's old horrible. No, it's great. You like it? I do. I wow. do. It, it's so much head and shoulders than it was last year with uh, Chris Evans in there. Okay, um, maybe I'll give the new s- series. A give it, sh- give it, a, give it a shot. Um, it, him because last season was horrible. horrible. No, it was absolutely horrible. And this is a hundred times better. This is. It's not as good as you know old Top Gear in its yeah. prime, but it's better than some of the old Top Gear when it wasn't in its prime. Okay. Let's look at it that way. All right. Uh, for some reason, those three work. All right, so you we're getting a new doctor. We're getting a new doctor. And they already announced who it's going to be, right? No. Yeah, they did. No, nope. there's lots of rumors, but it hasn't been announced. I, nothing official. I read it was some dude that they said this is going to be the new doctor. Mm, if you have that information, that's uh, that's more I, than I got. I, I mean, I, I have no internet access, so. Okay, I'll get you internet access before our next show. Okay. That'd be awesome, but yeah, I I thought I read take an a, article. Take a brief aside and entertainment and entertain the uh, the people while I look this up. Nope, nothing. Really? There's I... a, there's a rumor. 
uh, and it's claimed uh, that this guy named Chris Marshall, no, I've never heard of before, but... Let me see him. Uh, with the exception of Peter Capaldi uh, and David Because Capaldi said he's already filmed no, Capal- his... No, Capaldi's done. He, he's, he's out. Um, I, I really thought I read that he was, that it's been recast and everybody, they're just kind of waiting on the episode. No, no. There was a, now there was an April Fool's joke that he was going to regenerate back into David Tennant. That'd be awesome. That was that was going around for a little bit. So, well, I just saw a thing about how you can go have the dinner with the doctors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and David Tennant did that. Yeah, on on Omaze, uh, all of them, all which, of the surprise. So I think surviving doctors are going to get together. Which, by the way, the uh, David Tennant stuff is going to come up in probably our next show a lot. Okay, for. Uh, things we're watching and all that okay and doctor who Mm -hmm. is going to come up again okay anyways um yeah i I really thought that they had cast and everything was huh nope nope i and i think i i don't think you'll see anything until after this season wraps up they won't they won't steal the thunder like that see i thought they were going to do it during the actual season the rumor is that it'll either be at the very last episode of this season or during the christmas special because uh, they tend to yeah. do Christmas specials all the time, um, which are usually a little bigger and all. Yeah, that. Usually a little bigger, yeah. a little little more epic, grand story, or a complete flop, depending on which one uh, you're talking about. But um, I don't think they're going to announce it until actually either it happens on screen or you know I they're going to really, try and they're going to try and hold it close to the vest. I really thought I read that somewhere because they're going to they're going to try not to take the thunder from Capaldi's last season here, which. Can I just say that I think Cabaldi is probably uh, on par with David Tennant uh, f- and Tom Baker for for my favorite doctors. Really, uh, I think he has been the victim of a lot of bad show running okay. and writing on the part of uh, Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat is is the guy who gave us the the Weeping Angels. Um, is the guy who gave us some of the most brilliant episodes of um, Invented River Song. Uh, I think he invented Captain Jack Harkness. I mean, he has given some of the best um, characters and, and, and episodes of uh, New Doctor Who, uh, but when it came time to produce 13 of them for, for a series, he just kept trying to overdo himself, and he just shot himself in the foot. Yeah, I kind of like when you get to know just the doctor, or you get to just hang out and go see something. It's like you can go, you know, there's a lot of planets out there that, you know, the world is not coming to an end every time. Exactly. I don't know. Doctor on Vacation. I mean, that's still an interesting episode if it's written right. Have they done that episode? Actually, we've seen that a couple of times. I was going to say, I mean, they've got 50 years worth of material there. Yeah, we've seen that a couple of times. All right. Well, does that pretty much wrap up our Doctor Who? Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. You're... Top three doctors in or like three, two, one. Top three doctors: Tom Baker, David Tennant, and Peter Capaldi. Is Capaldi your best one? No, Tom Baker, David Tennant, Peter Capaldi. Well, I said three, two, one. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's why I was like, oh my god, you no, just Capaldi is number three, Tennant is two, Tom Baker is is number one. You just you can't. Then be... why do you have Matt Smith, Sonic Screwdriver? It was a gift. Okay. Uh, and I I told you before we were filming when I picked this up, what did I say? I wish I had. The fourth Doctor's sonic screwdriver, because that's Tom Baker. Okay. All right. I got to pay attention. I was setting up. All right. But I will say that Matt Smith is the only one with kung fu action here, which is which is kind of cool. So, 
uh, Capaldi used like sunglasses for a long time. He right? had sunglasses um, there for a while. I think the the guitar was working as a sonic screwdriver as well. He uh, yeah he went he, he went holds hands, his sideways right. He he went hands free there for a while. Doesn't he like hold his like sideways or something like gangster? Yeah, I'm, I guess I haven't paid too much attention. I, I think it's a I think it's a general pointing like this. Huh. Let me allow me to demonstrate like this, like this but it's a scientific instrument what the hell is he pointing it at anyway i actually like the john hurt stuff i will say that about the doctor who it's nice to have a cantankerous cranky old doctor making fun of young doctor there's there's no doubt about that that's older than him the best part the best part for me in that entire three doctor special was when david Tennant basically you know does his whole i'm a 908 year old time lord from blah 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 blah, to a rabbit yeah yeah so no i thought i actually that that episode i i I really liked Mm -hmm. i actually did and i liked the bad wolf stuff in Mm -hmm. there and i liked ironically in the past in all the new season david Tennant was 908 years old peter capaldi is now 2000 years old we have covered more than half the doctor's life in a in a in a big space series of jumps here mostly taken by matt smith and then he spent like four and a half billion years in a room well but that didn't count because that was a closed time loop yeah but still but still four and a half billion years yeah but that was a closed time loop screw that noise he just repeated the same for a total of four and a half billion years all right, all right. i think matt smith got like a thousand years all on his own so all right so there you have it our doctor who episode a lot of facts not yeah. much discussion but i well i just I, I'm still kind of on the surface with a lot of it. Yeah. You know, I haven't read everything there is to know about it, you know, kind of like a Star Trek or a Marvel or something mm-hmm. like that. It's just, it's hard to grasp. It is. It's thick. Uh, it is It is very, it is It is still waters running and when, deep. And when you have, and when you have so many different timelines and so many things Correct. canceling each other out and Correct. all that, the continuity, Correct. it's it's. You know, correct. the The good news is there's there's several jumping on points. You can go back mm-hmm. and you can, if you have a stomach for foam monsters and cardboard no. sets, you can go back uh, and you can check out you know old Doctor Who, um, and and be very very much entertained if if you want to go retro. Uh, it's it's a lot of cheesy you know soap yeah. opera acting and and poor effects and and whatnot but but you can do it the stories are still good stories okay um, if you want to jump in at 2005 with with Chris Eccleston that is a perfect jumping on point because it'll tell you everything you need yeah. to know um, and that's essentially me you need the Chris Eccleston slash David Tennant arc together to to get that out but. Uh, viewers at home, if you want to jump in, you can jump in again at Matt Smith uh, and be okay. Okay, let's wrap up with this part of it. Who's the hottest companion? <laughs> Amy Pond is pretty amazing. Karen Gillan is is one of the most uh, attractive uh, members of the, the, the female human race on the planet. I will give you that. There would be a lot of doctor's appointments in that. Uh... Um... <laughs> <laughs> That being said, uh, you know, I think we already know my affinity for Alex Kingston. I don't think she can count as a companion, though, because she's the doctor's what? wife. She doesn't count. Yeah. Um, I was, um, 
uh, a huge fan of Sarah Jane Smith back in the day. Okay. Uh, just a huge, huge crush on what Sarah do you, Jane Smith. What do you think of the new companion? Bill? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what to think yet. Um, I, what superpower will Bill have by the end of this? That's that's a question. I'm I'm still I'm still waiting to be disappointed. Uh, I guess in in what's going to come out of Bill. If if Bill is is nothing more than what she appears to be, um, then uh, I'm going to think very highly of her. If this is a, a bait and switch that uh, you know um, she's somehow linked to whatever's in that vault. Yeah. I will be very, very, very disappointed, uh, and just ready for Stephen Moffat to go the hell away. All right. There you have it. That's our Dr. Who episode here on one five one. If you'd like to follow us on Facebook or Twitter, it's at one five one the show. You can also find us on Podbean in audio form and iTunes as well. And we hope that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We can't go without a shameless plug. Cue the music. This week's shameless plug actually kind of comes from both of us, I think. I think so. Now, we just spent uh, the last half hour or so talking about Doctor Who, but I will tell you right now that the best show on TV is Brockmire. Agreed. Oh, my God. We, we, we taped this the other night. And I uh, started watching it, my wife and I, and, and I, I have a hard time getting her to watch new shows because mm-hmm. she doesn't have a lot of time. And she ha- she watches all of the Chicago shows, like mm. Chicago Fire yeah. Show, Chicago Police, or was it Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, Chicago Law. I think they have one about Chicago dog catchers at this yeah, point. Chicago Veterinary. Yeah, right? Chicago Street and Fire. <laughs> Chicago. Doc McStuffins. Chicago. But uh, I, I got her to sit down, and we had about three episodes of Brockmire taped. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you want to watch this early half-hour episode? She goes, okay. Not to interject real quick, but as the wife and I were watching this the other night, does not Amanda Pete just continue to get better and better and oh, better with age? She's awesome. Just just gorgeous, stunning creature. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, which that's a reason to go back to, uh, what's that movie with her and uh, Bruce Willis? Nine Yards. Yeah, because she's got the... yeah. Yeah, whole nine the, yards. The whole nine yards. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, and uh, I thought nine and a half weeks for a second, and I knew that wasn't right. No, no, that's not <laughs> right only, at all. If only they'd make that with her. Yeah. So we go through the show. It's on IFC. It's on Wednesday nights, and it is so brilliantly written. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Don't watch it with kids in the room. No, do not watch it with kids. Uh, and it's just, it's good. It's very good. Uh, Hank Azaria has really created a character that is just, um, just an amalgamation of all these announcers uh, over the years, oh, yeah. and then just drug him through the dirt. Oh, it's great! I I laugh, and it's so well written. Mm-hmm. There are so many great lines from that mo- or from that show that it's hard to just pick them out as you go. It is. Oh, it completely is. Uh, it's. And it's more about the style, the delivery, the, oh, uh, surprise finger in the butt. And Brockmire's okay with it. Brockmire's going to the doobie a little bit early today. Yep. Butler. Butler. We'll go there. But uh, check it out. Yeah, it is It is hands down. And it's nothing, you know, geek related or anything no, like that. God, no, It's It's just good TV. Yep. It's, it very much... 
it very much I think fills the the niche that you have for sports and I have for sports movies in the vein of yeah. necessary roughness and major league and and the replacements and oh yeah oh yeah Manu 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 is my man uh, all right so there you go that's your shameless plug this week we hope to see you next time <laughs>